Well, that was a rough loss for the Jazz. The Jazz lost to the Pacers, 111, 110. Oh, not 110. I wish it was 110. It would have been a closer game if it was 110. But 111 to 100. Um, we lost two out of the last three. I Before I jump into what I saw from the Jazz, I want to talk about some good th- well the good thing that I saw and that was Donovan Mitchell he he was efficient from the field he shot over 50% again um, he didn't have any turnovers this game which is great let me hop hop over to the box score to give a little bit deeper analysis but i think Donovan Mitchell gave us what we wanted from him um and i'll talk about some of the breakdowns that i saw that why that wasn't enough to win obviously 26 points isn't enough to drag your team to victory but 26 points is exactly what I expect from Donovan Mitchell on a regular basis. Um, he had no turnovers, which is amazing. That's a, that's a really good thing, especially Donovan Mitchell. He was he, he was turning the ball over a little bit too much at, at the beginning of the season. Last season, he had several games with um, three-plus turnovers. Uh, he gave us, like, brought in five rebounds, four assists, three steals, um, he three for seven from three. I'm fine with that. He hit his only free throw. He shot over 50% from the field. So that's a good thing. Uh, Rudy Gobert, he had a good offensive night, uh, 19, 19 points, 11 rebounds. Um, there were things that didn't don't show up on the box score that he normally does that he wasn't doing tonight. And I'll get into that, but I kind of hopped into things. Welcome to call bank sports. We cover the jazz here. Um, but I just kind of want to go over the team stats. I think the team stats are, I like going over them because they're a good reminder of what actually happened to the game, breaking it down to pure numbers. And it's also a good way to remind me of, of what I saw, of, of what actually went wrong. Um, for starters, the Jazz had some shooting issues. They shot 47% from the field, which isn't a shooting issue. The shooting issue, and I'm happy with 47% most games. Uh, it wasn't enough to get the job done tonight. But the Jazz, um, and I, I talked about last time when we um, beat the Hawks, that the Jazz can score from wherever. They they have the ability to score from three. They have the ability to score inside. They can take some mid-range jumpers. Um, Mitchell, he he's he, I'm seeing him do that a little bit more. People are recognizing him as a three-point threat. They're coming out on him. If he doesn't have the three-point shot, he has that quick step. He can get take one step in, take that jumper. Um, I think that's a great thing. People knock on the mid-range. Uh, I don't think you need to be shooting volume from the mid-range, but I think you need to have that that ability there. It's it's a useful shot, especially since people are only guarding the paint and only guarding the three-point line. If you can get a wide-open shot from the mid-range every time. That's that's probably the best shot you can get most times down the floor. But with that being said, the Jazz had a really tough time from three tonight. They shot nine for 32. That's under 30%. And they shot just, uh, well, they shot under 60%, let's say, from the free throw line. They left 10 free points out there. Um, I don't expect the Jazz to shoot 100% every night. I would like to see them shoot high 70s, low 80s kind of as an average. So leaving 10 points on the free throw line is rough, especially when you lose by 11. That kind of could have turned it to a close game. A little bit of momentum shift towards the end of the game could have made this a whole different story. 
free throws are important. Um, also, they missed, uh, what is that, 23 three-pointers. That's, uh, and how many, they had seven offensive rebounds. So, like, that's still a lot of possessions that you gave up because of because you weren't hitting your threes. So, that's something to keep in mind. Um, they only shot 32 threes, which, uh, no, that's kind of average. That's not only, like, the Jazz shoot 30, uh, unlike the crazy nights, they kind of, they, they shoot in the 40s, but 30 is kind of normal-ish for the Jazz. Um, they just weren't falling tonight, and I think that's what kind of what it came down to. The other thing, before I continue down the, the team stats, I, I mentioned Rudy Gobert had a good offensive night. He he almost had 20 points. He had 11 rebounds. We love seeing that from him. And actually, let me jump back to the box score, and I'm going back and forth, kind of all over the place. But I haven't looked at his block numbers, um, and he had one block, which... I think it's unrealistic to expect multiple blocks game in game out from any player. But I think, I think if you do expect that from any player, it would be Gobert to expect that from. Um, and the reason I want to talk about blocks for, first off as a preface, I think blocks are overall a bad stat to, to tell how good of a defender someone is. Um, I think there's some bad defenders that get a lot of good block numbers. Um, not, and this this is probably an unfair comparison back in the And I'm saying this, I was really young when Sean Bradley played. And, and this is kind of off topic. So I, I don't know how great of a defender he was, actually. I, I didn't watch basketball that back then. I was really young. Um, but I know in his stats, he would always get good blocks. And... I know he was not regarded as the best defender in the league when he played. Um, so blocks isn't blocks is not equal a good defender. But I, I point out the blocks for Gobert tonight because there's something that I noticed, and I'm not quite sure. I, I couldn't quite figure out why he was doing this. But Gobert was hesitant to step up on the driving. Um, whoever had the ball driving in, a lot of times it was Brogdon, but. Uh, might have not been Brogdon. Like, whoever had the ball was driving in. Normally, that's Gobert's role to step up and contest that shot. Gobert, it felt like his his heels were glued to the baseline in a lot of these times, and he he gave up easy layups because he wasn't contesting these uh these these ball handlers driving into the paint, and that's his role, especially since the Jazz defense. As we know, it's not like perimeter defense is not the best some games. We look good some games. Other games like tonight, we didn't look incredible. Um, and so I, I'm not quite, If I'm really interested if any of you have insights of this, why Gobert was a little more hesitant to contest some of these shots. Uh, I would love to have that discussion. Let me know. The only thing that I can think of is... Uh, Bertans and Turner, they're both centers who, uh, Turner not so much, a lot more Bertans, but Bertans, he's he's a big man that you have to worry about down low. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Um, and they they did have him in that dunker spot a lot of the time. And I, I didn't see, like, Gobert was down low. It's just, so I don't think it was him being able to stretch the floor. I think it was... Um, someone like Brogdon can toss a lob 
and someone like Bertons can finish a lob. And they were taking advantage of that dunker spot, keeping Bertons close to that baseline. And the second Gobert steps up, I, I, uh, that, I don't know. Because I think Gobert has been able to work with that in the past. That was the only thing I could I could think of. But I think that would, that made a big difference in the game. I saw that lots of times. Um, I'm I'm sure more than 12 points were scored off of situations like that. Even if they weren't, you don't need a full 12-point swing to change the course of the game because that can change momentum. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm not too concerned about it unless more teams start figuring it, figuring it out. Um, because I think what this showed us is how important Gobert is to the Jazz's success. Uh, if he is having an off night and isn't playing defense like normal, we like we lose to a team like the Pacers. And granted, I think the Pacers are a better team than the record shows right now. But I still think the Jazz are a much better team than the Pacers, e- even even if the Pacers are probably a little underrated right now so those are some things that i saw let's continue down with the stats uh, i probably won't jump over to the box score i talked about pretty much everything i wanted to there except for the jazz did play another deep lineup um i'm curious to see if this continues on throughout the season uh last year i was talking about how i wanted to see deeper lineups played more often i i don't know if this is what i meant of having every active player play even if that means they play one or two minutes um the good news is a lot of like i don't know it's one or two minutes a lot of times those last minute that last minute or two games wrapped up so i don't know how much of a difference it makes um it might make a difference come end of season awards but that's not what we're going for we're going for a championship this year um another thing to point out was that the Pacers out-rebounded the Jazz by a lot. Um, Gobert did his part. Mitchell did what I expect from Mitchell. I don't know what was going on the rest of the way. And the Jazz gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. Uh, They gave up 15. The Jazz had seven, which is respectable. 15 is way too many to give up. Um, Every offensive rebound that you give up is kind of like a turnover. Uh, I think it has the same impact on the game. So... And and that led to the Pacers taking 13 more shots than the Jazz. Uh, the Jazz shot a better percentage from the field than the Pacers did. But they they shot way less shots. So I think that's another thing to look at. I don't know what was going on there. The uh, There aren't many incredible centers in the league. Uh, there are some really, really good centers in the league. But most teams don't really have a center nearly as good as Gobert. Um, I don't think the pay, like I would much rather have Gobert than Bertans or Turner, but the Pacers happen to have two, two really good solid centers. So that, that might've been what it came down to. I, I don't know. It's a rough game. I'm not, I'm not putting too much weight on this. I haven't seen any, some of the problems that I saw tonight, I haven't seen in, other games this season so i'm not too worried about this yet if i keep seeing them then i'll start getting worried um everything else just scanning down it it looks pretty typical for the jazz uh the jazz lost by 11 they were in it for a a good chunk of the game they were just down and and they they never really had a run to fight back uh 
So rough loss. I'm going to cut it off here, but I the, the Jazz need to bounce back. We're still eight and four. This was our first home loss of the season. Uh, it's still really early on. We're not even at the. They haven't even played 15 games yet. Probably overreacting, but that I like to be analytical. Look at what the Jazz need to improve on. Look at what happened and notice any trends. It's kind of, I and I hope I hope you guys like that too. Um, that's what I like following about basketball. I think that's really interesting. Um, if if you know someone who thinks like that too, like tell them about the channel. Uh, I'd love to hear their comments about what happened this game because I couldn't quite figure it out from what I saw. So thanks for tuning in. Rough loss, uh, but it's it's a long season. We've only lost four times. I'm happy with where the Jazz are. We're at a we're at a much better place than we were this time last year. Actually, maybe not much better, a little bit better. But thanks for tuning in. That's kind of what I saw from the game. Hopefully, we get a streak going and and fix our shooting problems. But yeah, I I'm not too worried yet. It's just rough to see, rough to lose this one. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like the video or or podcast if you listen to our podcast form. Um, Follow us on whatever platform you're on. Um, we appreciate it. We're going to keep putting out jazz jazz content. So if you're a jazz fan, like do it. It's free. You you can always undo it if you don't like it. So thanks for joining. Thanks for joining me tonight and or tomorrow morning whenever you watch this. And let's win the next one. Okay.